street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. So I ran into Austin again, and he brought a member of his ministry to meet with me. So just as I was walking back to my car, he rushed up to me and said, Hey, I want to talk with you. I got my friend here that wants to talk with you. And I think, I think this is the guy here sitting down. How's it going? Are you Austin's friend? Hey, can I record in live stream? Are you, are you okay? I'm Anthony. Will. Hey, very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, absolutely. Is he going to be joining us? or? No, no, he, no? Uh, he has to be, be at some other deal, but oh, okay. he couldn't, couldn't make it. But he, uh, he was telling me about um, what you're doing, and I was really interested and really intrigued. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I can kind of give you a nutshell what I what I do. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess he's explained it, but... A little bit, yeah, yeah, but I'd like to hear from before. Absolutely. I, I have conversations with people, usually right here in the square. Yeah. And uh, I just start up just short little chats, like five, ten minutes, to yeah. see what they believe and why. Yeah. And usually it's about God. Sure. But I'll talk to anyone about anything. And yeah. you, and it, it could be about... Sometimes I talk to an atheist who thinks they have a soul, or they believe in karma, or there's a guy that believes Vishnu is the one true God. Sure. So I just have these short talks. Yeah. And we just... By me just asking questions, kind of uncover the real reasons why they hold the belief, why they think it's true. Okay. And then we test the reliability of those reasons. Sure, sure. And it's fun. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy it. I, I would I would do this probably five hours a day for the rest of my life if I could. Sure. But um, I don't usually have the energy to do that or the time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your, are you, you're part of his ministry? Uh, uh no, not necessarily, but okay. we're closely related as okay. far as that goes, yeah. Are you part of Navigators? I'm not, well, I do stuff with him. I'm not a part of it. I wouldn't, I'm not, oh. I'm not like a Navigator. Okay. I, uh, are you more his friend than a colleague? Or? Uh, yeah, we're definitely friends. Yeah, okay. definitely friends. But we do stuff. We partner. I would say more of a partner. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, I'm a the college director at a, at a church. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been to a couple different universities here in town, mm -hmm. but this one just happens to be a little closer to my house, and it's sure. more convenient to come here. Sure. Um, but like I said, I just have those talks, and, and it's fantastic. And I, I've given Austin the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, I took a picture of it just moments ago. Okay, so, um, cool. So you can check it out. Yeah, you can yeah, get, yeah. get a sense of what it's all about. Yeah. I'm not here to embarrass anyone sure. or tear them down. Sure. But it's two things. To understand what they're believing and see if what they're believing is true. Sure. Because if it is, I want to know about it. Yeah. But what usually ends up happening is rather than me being convinced that what they're believing is true, mm -hmm. more often than not, the person that I talk to tends to walk away with a deeper understanding of what they believe and why. Mm -hmm. And perhaps even discover that maybe they don't have good reasons for holding the belief. Mm -hmm. And then that causes them to go out and find better reasons maybe, or maybe sure. even give the belief up completely. Sure. So, do you have a hope in all this? Do you have a desire? What's your, what's your? I know you kind of mentioned so maybe some things I could probably, but is there like a sure thing? Like my my hope happen? is my my hope is to find truth. Your hope is to find truth. Yeah. Truth seeking. I'm a truth seeker. Yeah. Yeah. In Absolutely. fact, I think Austin even kind of penned it that way. I'm like, exactly. That's a great description of it. Yeah. Um, so in the process of me seeking truth, 
sometimes we uncover that the person that I'm talking to who thinks they have the truth sure. realizes that maybe they don't. And I think even that activity is, is beneficial. Sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay, so, so now you ask me questions, right? Do you want me to interview you? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Please. Um, I, I don't know if I mentioned it, but it should be obvious. I'm recording yeah. and live streaming. Okay. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I take it you're a Christian? Yes. Okay. Yes. Why? What's the main reason? Why am why I do you, Why do you think it's true? I think it's true because of the person of Jesus Christ. Okay. What he did, what he said, and how he did it. Why do you think there's there was even a person named Jesus? Because of the historical relevance, re, re, relevance of his name now and the effects and the way it's affected history. Um, okay. Not only, and not even aside from the fact of the, of the historical accounts. Okay. Aside from the Bible, the historical accounts outside of the Bible. Okay. If, um, if you were to learn that what you point to as historical accounts of Jesus really had no basis, no founding. Sure. And I'm not saying that that's the case. It's not. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but if it was, would sure. you still believe in the God? But I still believe in God. Yeah. Here's or, why. Would it lower your confidence if you found out that, it, that everything was really just kind of made up? You'd have to do a lot to prove that it was made up. There's a lot of criteria that has to happen for something that's decided as made up. You know. Uh -huh. and so you look at you look at what happens around. You look at all the events that happen outside and inside of the stories and outside of the stories and how they add up and relate to each other. Okay. Um, sure. It would be difficult to to possibly. It'd be difficult to disprove the personhood of Jesus Christ. Very difficult. Okay. It'd be very. But there are there are, there, there, there do seem to be some scholars that are investigating some, it. Some sure. Yeah. There's some that really earnestly want that to be true. There's very there's. I, there's people that desperately want that to be true, yeah. but unfortunately, it's just not the case. The, the majority of scholars look at the person of Jesus Christ and acknowledge that he was a real person. Yeah. And so whether or not you why like do, what he said, that's fine. Why do you why do you think all the the supernatural stuff that is attributed to this guy named Jesus? Why do you think it's true? Why do you think that's true? Mm -hmm. um, just because of the so I look people at the, don't usually raise from the dead. Sure, or, not or, usually. Yeah, absolutely. So if I look at the what happened, right? So I look at the the him as a real person and what he says and I see all the um, the add-ons of the accounts and I see what happens after his death and so you know resurrection you know I would say it's real I see the, the life of the disciples okay. and I see the, the 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 difference between Christianity and all the other ones is, is the life is, is who started right so as you get the source it's Jesus and the source is Muhammad right so you got two very different starting starting points um, one's more of a general one's more of a, a hippie you know and so it's just really, it's really fascinating to see the different, the different starting points. Um, and Did so you, you say Muhammad? Muhammad, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Muhammad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, okay, that's interesting. It is, yeah, we'll just, you know, I'm not, I'm not talking about that or whatever, but just, yeah. it's worth noting that the different starting points and how they, how Christianity developed and all the other religions developed. I think they're okay. radically different. You see the oppression um, of Christianity for the first 200, you know, 500 years that it exists, and then it finally becomes. A piece of the of the government. Oh, are you saying that because so many people, people react don't, and people don't die for lies? I don't think. Well, lots of people do. I disagree. You think the 9/11 people were not, didn't die for a lie? Well, they didn't know they were lying. They didn't know why. Right. They, they didn't they, know they were lying. Right? right. So, so I think people die for things they believe, but I don't think people truly. So if it, so, the one of the biggest arguments against. You know, the resurrection story is that the people that hid his body but if I knew that I was if I knew I could get out of something 
and I knew that I did the hiding and I knew I did the resurrection story and I covered it up one they they hear hear the 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 delusional they saw something or or they covered it up and then that way they mean they die for a lie I just don't think that happened I, I guess more importantly will I'm, sure. I'm a little perplexed why you would believe all these stories even though other people have been influenced by them sure why do you why do you believe it all it seems quite incredible isn't it it's it's not as incredible once you know once you, once you see that the historical uh, relevance of Jesus Christ but then but what, do you, what do you mean by that like the impact the impact the that belief? he's had the, the odds okay. of him not being a real person yeah. far outweigh the odds of him not being a real person what's the difference between the impact the idea of Jesus can have on a culture and the impact that a real savior that is the son of God could have on a so culture I think how, would it, how would it be different how would it be different yeah well, let, think, let's say that I think if it was just an ideal it would be very easy to wash away and it would be trumped really but I think if this idea that there was so if you look at so first no, so I used to be an atheist too. I used to not. I used to not believe in God. Okay. And so um, I started out with, okay, what if there is a God, and what what, it, what does that look like? Because I don't believe in God. Why should I? And the reason I became the reason one of the one of the main reasons I came to faith, just in general, that there was there has to be some some something, is because I can't I couldn't I couldn't stomach the idea of subjective morality. Okay. I couldn't handle that. Yeah, and we can maybe get into that later. Sure. No, yeah, sure. But what I guess I'm interested in is, let's look at Muhammad, for example, because you mentioned it. Sure, sure, Like, if if Muhammad was really an idea Mm -hmm. and not a person that was the prophet Mm -hmm. of Allah. Sure. If that was really an idea and not a person, Mm -hmm. how can you be so certain? What would you, what can you point to to say, that's obviously an idea. That really wasn't a person. I guess... I guess you look, I think you look at the surrounding, you look at what's going on around it. You look at all the people that also talk about the person of Jesus. And so now you go, okay, so this guy was real. Whether or not you like it or not, he was a real person. Well, sure, sure. sure. well, you can assert that. But, well, I think it's but, easy to assert. Anyway, history it's, is it's developed. It's extremely easy How to How can do you it. say, can you know King Tut mm-hmm. is just an idea or a person? Do you know? Listen, I don't want to debate with you. Right, right, sure. But if you can just let me finish this point. Sorry, sorry, my bad. My apologies. Um, if Muhammad was not the prophet of Allah and was just an idea how could how could you explain that to somebody that really believes that it's true I believe the person of Muhammad was real okay but I believe based off the way in which his uh, the way in which he received the word from God does not match up with other uh, what I would say credible Right. So when I say credible, I would say the sources we have for the, the Bible are much different than the sources we have and been, have been less touched, if that makes any sense, than the sources of the Quran. Right. So we see these, these accounts of who, who wrote the, the Quran versus who wrote the Bible. We, okay. see, we see the comparison of... So I, I think the biggest deal is, is not that if it's an idea or not, is if we like the idea. So I think these ideas are... Exactly. So here's my point. So now we have to compare ideas. Do you, do you like the idea that Jesus was a man and is the son of God? Do you, do you like this idea that he was a man and not the idea that he was an idea, a concept? I, I definitely, I definitely, I wouldn't believe it if I just thought he was an idea. I just thought so right I mean I think I would probably agree like I probably wouldn't agree that Jesus was the son of God if I thought it was just an idea sure right but if I really thought he was a man I'd probably really believe it yeah but here's my question sure sure sure. I'm listening how do you know the difference between Jesus as an idea and Jesus as a man 
because of what he said. So I, I know because from, of what is written in I'm, a book. More than one book, more than one account, more than one historical account. Okay. Plenty, right? So there's plenty of historical accounts. There is. Yeah, absolutely. You're talking about extra biblical. I'm talking about extra biblical. Okay. Absolutely. It, but hold on. If Sir. every instance, if every instance that you would say that's extra biblical, that's extra biblical. Sure. There's all these. I don't know. We're, sure. I'm sorry. I don't know if we're talking about ten or twenty or a hundred. If there's all these extra biblical sure. accounts of Jesus, if every extra biblical account of Jesus that you think right now exists, right, could be shown to you that they're not what you think that they are. Sure. That there's no extra biblical accounts. Right. Would you still hold the belief in the God? In the God? Your God. In my God. Mm -hmm. I think. I think yes. And here's and here's why. One, could you do that? You think, you, I, I understand. I feel like you think you can. Correct? Is this correct? I think it's possible. It's possible. But it's not really relevant I whether I can do it or not. Sure. Well, it is. Well, right. So it, I think if you could do that, that would be a huge block for me. Right? Okay. That would be a huge okay. block out of the... Just that would be. Before you finish your point, if I could just sure. say... I assume you're... How sure are you that the God exists? Your God, Jesus. Very, very sure. 100%? I would say 99. 99. That's yeah. an honest answer. Yeah. So you're 99% confident that God exists and there's no doubt. Yeah, 99%, okay. yeah. What, 98, 99. what would happen on that scale if I was extremely motivated and I pulled all this information together to show you, and I'm not going to do this, Sure. but to show you that all the instances I would of, encourage you to, but... Okay. All the instances of extra-biblical accounts of Jesus could be explained that they really weren't talking about him mm -hmm. or they were forgeries or something, sure. right? Where would you, how would you move on the 99? Would you stay firm or would you slide? I think it'd be, I think it'd be silly to just move, to just slide. Really? I think it, oh, just as a, as a, as a thinker and as a, as like a, you know, soon to be scholar, you know, I think to, to immediately jump, just be at the, at, at the first sign, um, okay. the first sign, because there's so much more that goes in my faith. Let me, let me finish this hypothetical. Sure. I was able to provide you with enough information to show that Jesus was not a. There were no extra-biblical historical references right, to Jesus yeah. to your satisfaction. Okay, that's a good. That's a good way to put that. Because I think that's wise to say. Yeah. You know what? I'm just not going to take the first dude that tells me that this is, you know, not yeah. true. Sure. I think that's that's smart. But if yeah. if if it could be explained to your satisfaction that you know what, we really will just have the writings of the Bible that talk about Jesus mm -hmm. to your satisfaction. Where would that? So if just How would that Bible, influence your position? Well, the Bible's pretty credible as well. So if it was just the Bible we had to go off of, I would still believe. But How confident would you be? In the Bible? No, no, no. How confident would you be in the accuracy of the existence of this God being true? You said you're 99% sure that God exists. Sure. If we had concrete evidence to your satisfaction sure. that there were no extra-biblical references to Jesus... Where would you move? Where would you adjust? Where would you right size? Well, I still have the Bible, correct? Mm -hmm. There's that. Yes. If we still have the Bible, I'd say probably 97. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because of so uh, you drop just a little bit. Just a little bit. So the extra biblical accounts, while they are somewhat influential, they're not that huge for you. They're big. They're big. They're very big. So like, I guess when I say 97, that's an average. Some days I wake up, you know, struggling with, you know, coming from an atheist background, yeah. like, grow like not growing up like that, but growing up um, or living my own like my own irreligious kind of life for a little bit mm -hmm. um, I definitely would say that it, it would be something I, sometimes I wake up when it, at an 80 you know sometimes I wake up and I go God I really don't know if I believe today 
and I wake up the next day and I, I get something happens and I read and then something just hits me and my heart feels lifted and, and I go okay that's why I can we talk about that sure that 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 <laughs> lifting that you talked about I'll talk about you lifting. drop down to an 80 but what snaps you back up to a 95 97 98 99 oh, can I say it in a story can I, can I sure can you kind of keep it real brief yes I can keep it brief <laughs> so but still convey the point because I want to understand subjective morality is one of the biggest things that keeps me in that keeps me in check with the, the fact that I don't believe in subjective morality is why I believe that there is a God because I can't stomach the fact that there would be that it's just okay if someone decides that this is okay like X say X say hurting children someone has decided that this is beneficial for their culture religion whatever that somewhere along history they have decided this is okay to hurt children um for X number of reasons. So because the idea, the, because the idea of subjective morality is unpleasant to you, it's one of the big ones. For you'd me. rather not believe it. It's not that it's just unpleasant. Is that what you're saying? I think it's, I think it's downright. I think it's, uh, I think it's logically, it's, it's. I just, I can't. Not logic. I just can't. I can't imagine a reality where that is okay. I just, can't, I can't. It's, un, it's inconceivable. It's inconceivable because it's this idea that innocence that evil is okay in fact if there is no god evil doesn't exist it's just whatever correct i i i, Some people I, don't agree with I really dislike the word evil sure because it contains a lot of religious baggage okay yeah i great. like to talk about harm great harm beneficial things and harmful things right so beneficial things and harmful things so i i can't stomach the things i can't stomach it's not that i just can't stomach i can't fathom that that's that harmful things are just kind of ah well okay that happens and that's okay to some people and some people think that's okay and I just I, I and I'm not sure if I'm ready I'm ready I'm, I'm never gonna be okay with that um, there's these stories um, on stories of this evil that, uh, and I, I'm sorry that you say I know you don't like the word evil but uh, the word the word that we're I'm using evil to describe is just downright destitute but it's just totally desolate lifestyle um, totally detached from sensitivity, totally, totally detached from the self, like totally detached from what, for anything but pleasing the self, okay. self-indulgence, total self-indulgence. Can we just take a step back from sure. morality and talk about truths? Truths, yeah, sure. If something is true or not true, mm. does it really matter if we're disturbed by the idea of it or the belief around it? So tr truth. So the question. So, for example, question. like, so give me the question. I'll Sorry. just use a real basic example. Yeah, sure. Like, um, I would love to think that I have a million dollars in the bank, sure. but I don't. That hard fact, that truth, that I don't have a million dollars, mm -hmm. is disturbing to me because I'd really love to have it. Sure. But I'm not going to just believe that I have that money in there, right? Because it'll give me a good feeling. Mm -hmm. I'd rather know something, right. even though it will be disappointing to learn it, I'd rather know it, I want to believe true things. Mm -hmm. So I guess if we can maybe piggyback off the morality thing, okay. how much of this belief that you hold, Will, is based on you wanting it to be real and you actually knowing that it's real? Okay. So knowing... Knowing is a hard word, I think, because that's it's pretty subjective, right? So that's the idea of knowing something. Okay, let's. I agree. Let's. Knowing would be a hundred percent, and you're not. You're ninety-nine. Sure. Yeah. So you want to go with belief? Yeah. So I 
the reason I believe it's real is because of all of the accumulated events in my life and the logic paired with that and the history paired with that. So there's a couple blocks yeah. in which my faith resides. Um, Your faith resides. How are you using the word faith? Faith as in hope, um, being certain in what I can't see, but what I do know. You hope, hope, hope in these things that are unseen, yeah. I feel like are knowing, are knowable. They're not, they're not right here, it's not right here. I can't show you a math problem okay. to show that God's real. And you, and you know that, right? So it's, how, how, how often, how big of a part is faith in this belief for you? Huge, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. Back to the scale of 99%. Sure. If you couldn't use faith and hope that it was true, mm-hmm. where would you adjust on the confidence of your belief in that scale? I could not use faith. I could not use hope. I mean, these are these are uh, these are cornerstones of what I do, of who I am, my faith. I have faith. My my salvation and what I believe in is all through faith. So if there is no, so maybe maybe repeat. Can I reword? Yeah, sure, absolutely. This might be even be a better rewording of it. Sure. If through the process of us conversing, just like uh, Austin and I conversed, if through the process of conversing you were to discover that faith, as a process for coming to know that something's true, coming to believe that something's true. Sure. If you were to discover that faith or hoping that your belief is true is not reliable is a, is lack of faith reliable I guess it all depends on your definition and we can we can get into that sure. but before we address that I'd really like to understand that if we spent however much time whatever sure. and at the end of the at, at the end of the talk or talks you said you know faith really isn't reliable mm-hmm. that cornerstone of my that cornerstone of my foundation of my belief mm-hmm. This faith, this hope that I use to be sure, nearly sure that this belief is true. Mm-hmm. If you found that that method of faith was unreliable, where would you be on the confidence of your belief on that scale? I think this is a really interesting language being used. Method of faith. I just suppose. I suppose faith is not is not simply. A, it's not a, a solution for my. It's not a. I don't go. Here is faith, and here is my result. Well, faith is hope, is it not? Faith is faith is hope in the things I cannot see. So it's 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 seeing, it's not seeing, and it's living in that. Faith is seeing. So it's 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 both. So I, I it's faith is hope in the things I cannot see. Right. Right. So that means I can see some. I'm seeing. I'm I'm. I know something. I have this awareness and knowledge of something. And so I am un. I'm. But I also am unseeing. So I, there's things I can't physically grasp but I know that is there. I have emotions, I have feelings, and I don't believe they're just chemical reactions, right? I don't believe they're dead solely, I don't believe I'm a product of, of I don't no think more, I'm nothing, controlled no by, my, solely by my chemical reactions, right? So I believe faith is more than just, it's a. It's not just a process, a math problem in which I crunch numbers into in order to solve. I don't think it's a process. I think okay, it's, but does that make sense? I, I, kinda, but you said it was a cornerstone, so I'm trying to get an understanding, like, if, if you didn't have faith mm-hmm. as a method for coming to a truth. If I didn't have faith, I would not believe in God, yeah. Because faith, faith, is, faith is that. Faith is believing. Faith is why I believe. Faith, the act of faith, doing faith, living faithfully, 
is a is a part of who I am. Right. Because I have faith, because I am living in faith, I'm now living this life based on this faith. It's it's, it's gotcha. It's 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 you know it's 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 more it's complex. It's a little dirty. Yeah. And it's tense. It's not easy. And it's not black and white. If you ha didn't have faith, you wouldn't believe in the God. I think without is that a fair statement? I think, yes, I think that is a fair statement. But without God, there wouldn't be any faith. So I think that I wouldn't have faith hmm. if there wasn't a God. God gives you the faith that you need to conclude that He exists. I think yes. I think I think to a certain level. Yeah. Yeah. At a certain level. Hmm. When you use faith and you hope for something that you can't see mm -hmm. to be true, do you always get it? Do I always get it? Do I always get this faith? When you use faith, do you always achieve what you're using faith for? Interesting. So if I read, if I read the words of the Bible, it says yes. That's something that you can see. Sort of. So, so it says, it gives me an example of something that happens in my life that I cannot see. So even though on the outside I may waste away day by day, I'll be refreshed. It's from Corinthians. Just popping balloons. Or something like that. Crazy. <laughs> no one's shooting at us. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So it says, it says, so this is an example of how this can be unseen. So though on the outside I may waste away, day by day I'll be renewed by the grace that God has given me. So it's this idea that faith is this hope that I will be restored and redeemed whether or not in this life or the next and so it's okay so there's definitely this element of gray for sure yeah but I think that is that's part of it's part of faith right and so because you can't see it you can't, you can't see it so do you use faith or hope for things outside of concluding with 99% certainty that your God exists do I use faith outside of that this conversation like yeah. daily life or? yeah did you use faith today, other than believing in the God? I think because of the faith I have, it bleeds into my life. Sure. When I communicate with people, when I, when I came to talk to you, I had a certain faith. I have, I have faith in what's going to happen is going to be okay. So it, ble it I think no matter what, it bleeds into who I am. So yes. Okay. Um, I can't. I can't tell you like when I was drinking water earlier. I was. I know this is going to go in my mouth. That's an easy one, right? So when I sit in a chair, I know it's going to hold me. You know, when I wake up, these are different kind of truths. These are different kind of Are you saying that the, you sitting in a chair would be different than faith? I think it's, I think it's easy. I think it's easy faith. It's easy faith. It's easy faith. Is the faith that you use to be 99% certain that your God exists easy faith or some other type of faith? A little, bit more, dramatic, a little more dramatic, I would say. Dramatic faith. Dramatic faith. I love that. Yeah. So what what's the difference between dramatic faith and regular old faith? Regular old faith. Yeah. Well, so I think people have faith in things all the time, right? I think faith exists. That's another way, the reason why I think God is real is because faith does exist. People do experience they have faith in things that then maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they ought not to. Maybe oh. people have faith in you have faith in something. It may not be like something you can see. You feel like you have control over something, and you have faith in what you can, what you feel like you can control. Yeah, like if, if your definition of faith is hope, then I do hope for things. Sure. So I guess you can. Uh, well, it's part of the definition. Yeah. For the purpose of this, of this discussion, I would say, okay, sure. Sure. I'll right. use faith. Yeah. So you, it's at some level, you have the capacity mm -hmm. to hope for things that you don't know for sure. Right. Animals don't really do that. I mean, they they do at some level. They hope they hope to find animals, but they don't. They don't, they don't have any faith in anything else outside of themselves. I, 
Okay. It's, it's, in, it's all internal. Let's let's talk it's about this um, peak. Dramatic phase. Dramatic, dramatic phase. Right, sorry, I got, we got lost. That's so awesome. I'm excited. Sorry. So, what is? How is dramatic faith different than regular everyday faith that I even might use? It's not much different, I don't think. Okay. But it, but it, I it's so it's it's so there's two things. There's my quality of the, how I believe and what I believe in. So I think so I think it goes into that. So if I put, place my faith in something that I can't control, I'm trusting in God. I put my faith, put my I give my heart to God. I put I give my faith. I put my faith in God. So I trust that He will provide. And so there's a lot of more. There's a lot more uncertainty there. But I think it. it Why? Because the stakes are higher. Stakes are a little higher. It's, well, it's not. It's, so it's kind of the stakes are high. So you look at Abraham in the Old Testament. God tells him to sacrifice his son, the son that he gave him as a miracle. Right. So that's ludicrous. God has given him this miracle, and here Abraham is suspending the ethical and the universal ethical to sacrifice his son, and then God comes in and says no. Hmm. Right. So whether or not you just believe that's a story, this story is so counter anything that we're taught ever. This idea this is to spin the ethical for a higher. That's 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 insane. And I don't know if anyone in most stories like this where they're told to sacrifice the, the daughter for the dragon, they do it and it's sad and everyone's upset or whatever. You know, there's a hero that comes in and saves, but not in this story. In this story he was going to do it. Right? Does the does this special version of faith make the insane palatable? It may look insane to some. I, I, I'm only sure. using your word. Right? No, 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 no. I. It does look dramatic, and it yeah. looks in, it, at times it looks insane. I think we don't see things like Abraham anymore because of that's old covenant that we've got. There's a whole conversation we can have about old covenant yeah. versus new covenant. And I'd really like to keep on faith if we can. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I was just so I was just getting out of there, so I wouldn't talk about it. Um, <laughs> but I think I think this side of the cross, we don't see insanity like that. But we do see, I will sell all my possessions for someone else. I shouldn't do that. Okay. Probably, it'd probably be wise if I didn't sell my possessions, but I've got this faith that no matter what, I will be redeemed. And that I have total faith in what I do will will be okay. You're so, absolutely sure when you use faith in this religious sense that it's going to happen? If my faith is in God, yeah. Okay. Faith is in, is in Jesus Yet with regular faith, if I were to even use your version of faith and, sure. and sit down in a chair and hope that it holds my weight, sure. Um, if the chair broke or it looked wobbly, or somebody, in fact, there was a, there's a chair over there where I was about to sit down and have lunch, and some woman was like, "Don't sit on that one because it has a tendency to topple over." Sure. And I gingerly sat in it, and it actually started leaning over. So I'm sure. glad she warned me. So when I use regular old everyday faith, like with that sitting sure. down, I have a way of testing to see if the sure. faith was justified. Mm -hmm. How can you will test, how can you will test the justification that you have that faith is going to get you what you hope for? By acting on it. I think, I think by, so you can test that, you can test that chair and you put your face in that chair to hold you. Yeah. And when that chair falls, it doesn't surprise me because, because, because that is, it's, it's a chair. It's what, even if it was totally a sturdy chair and it falls, it totally makes sense that you, if I put my faith in something that is not God, it will fail. The idea of God. So when I put my faith in God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But I mean, there have been times so, that right. you've sat down in chairs and they've held your weight. Right, sure. Okay. But with my faith in that chair, no. I don't put faith in a chair. The chair knows, the chair oh, has I no saw. credibility. I mean, it's, it's Okay, so I'm, I'm confused now because I thought you were saying that there's two types of faith and one well, of them I is I think one is a greater level. I mean, I'm not sure if there's two types of faith. I think faith is prevalent everywhere. Mm -hmm. I think when I decide to put my faith in God, that's okay. when my faith becomes this 
exciting, dramatic faith. Dramatic faith, and I want—that's the—that's the faith I want to focus on. Sure, maybe for sure. maybe five more minutes. I think it's the same faith. I think it's just at a different level. It's where I put it in. It's where I put my faith. It's what makes it. What makes it this kind of faith? If I put my faith in things of this earth, I will. I will reap that. I will. I will see the consequences of that. And I will experience uh, mixed results. Though I think this earth holds great capacity, so if I put my faith in you as a friend, you will probably be a good friend. You will probably, but you will fail me as a friend. You'll, you, you'll mess up or what? Oh, and vice versa. If, if you put your faith in me, I will fail you. I will fail you. Where God does not fail. Okay. So, are you saying that the the more important version of faith that you use? I wouldn't say more important. I would just say where I put my faith decides whether or not how faithful it is and how 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 useful it is or how important it is. But, uh, but what I'm trying to understand is, is this special faith that you're using mm -hmm. that you hope happens, mm -hmm. always happen? Do you always get what you're hoping for when you use this specialized version of faith? So I think that's an that's a, that's a interesting question because what I'm hoping for is God will to be done in my life. Yeah. So as I live my life, according to his will which is walking inside with the spirit i wake up tomorrow morning and i say god let your will be done when i go to the coffee shop and i meet a guy just dude i was supposed to talk to you today i had a dream last night you were in my dream sure i go All right, let's talk so i go i go okay so i can either say you're lying you didn't have a dream about me or i listen and I talk to that guy and, and i can i can choose to believe that this is what god has given me for the day i can choose okay not to. that's a pretty good example of how you're using faith yeah. to do an action yeah but my question is, sure. much like you can sit in a chair sure. and discover that it, it, your your hope and your faith in that chair sure. was not justified because sure. it dumped you on the ground, sure. what would you accept to recognize that the faith that you're using for these religious areas sure. of your life sure. aren't reliable? So either either the times that I've gone out in faith and they were either they were accidents that they worked out, right? Yeah. They were just cosmic accidents. And I've decided to, cost, to well, assign them to myself. So I moved from Amarillo to San Antonio to work for this church. Yeah. And I didn't know anyone down here. Yeah. I didn't have a place to stay. Okay. And all these things were provided for me. I act. I act. I felt like God was telling me to do that. Okay, that's so a great I example. I acted on faith. Okay. And it worked out. So my question is, when you moved out here and you showed up, are you saying that if things weren't prepared and they were like, dude, I'm, we don't have a bed for you. You just have yeah. to sleep in your car or whatever. Right. Would you look th look at that and say, oh, that specialized faith that I'm using let me down? Right. So if that would have happened, I would imagine that I was I was still supposed to do that, right? So, but I, but I, or maybe I was supposed to. There was some sort of free free will involved in this, correct? Right. So there's there's a little bit of a, I have to make a decision along the way. So if I had decided that staying in Amarillo was the best bet for me, I would have experienced some sort of. I, it, but the, the case is that that is this is what happened. This is very well what happened. I did that, and it was there. You know what I'm saying? What's what's the mechanism, Will, that you use to discover? Hold on. Okay. Yeah. What's the mechanism? I'm listening, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm sorry. What's the mechanism that you use to discover that the specialized faith that you're using didn't come true, didn't happen? Sure. So I think. I think what's the corrective measure? If if everything that you, you know. If you look at every outcome to be like, well, that was just, that was really my faith too. That was my faith. Sure. How do you know that you've just been dumped on the ground as if you were sitting in that chair when sure. you use this specialized version of faith? I guess, I guess whenever, I guess all, I, I, I'm, I'm under the impression that all things happen for a reason. So when I act on faith and it doesn't work out, 
when I'm on the ground, maybe I see a flower that I didn't want to have seen when I was on the table. You know, so we're kind of dealing in the abstract and these metaphors and stuff. But it, so are you switching hard. to regular everyday faith now? I'm still. I'm not switching to regular everyday faith. I'm just saying. I'm taking that. I'm saying regular everyday faith. Yeah. Is mirrors and is the same kind of faith. It's just a different. It's just a. I'm put. Is what I put my faith in. It's all. That's all that matters. Is what I put my faith in. I guess. Does that make sense? That's that's the biggest. But so backwards. Mm. And but to go backwards, how I measure that. Is, I'm not sure if there's a measurement for faith. I'm not sure if that even maybe measurement is not the best word. But what's what's the feedback loop to say, Will? Everything that you're using faith for in a, in, in a God manner, right, has a has a positive conclusion to, to convince you that it's true. What would you have to accept to say, Oh wow, when I use faith in that instance, yeah, in this God-related instance, sure. it really didn't happen. Sure. Maybe. Well, so maybe this isn't really all that I'm all that I'm thinking that it is so I think I think it's this idea that so faith faith is for, for how's it testable I'm not sure if it's testable in that sense and I'm not sure if faith is supposed to be testable in that sense I think I test my faith I think te I, my faith is tested like when I have trials and tribulations my faith is tested and the things that keep me on track are multiple things that seems like the different kind of faith that we're talking about yeah I'm interested in the faith that you use to be certain that these things that are happening in your life yeah. that you attribute to God really are God like sure. if it wasn't, if well, if, if every you know, if every instance that you attribute to a God faith mm -hmm. happens, and you say, "Yep, that's God. Yep, that's God. Yep, that was God. That wasn't what I was expecting, but that's still God." Sure. If you have no way of saying, "Hold on again, hold on a second. I don't know what that was. That's that wasn't God." Mm -hmm. How do you have a way to discover that <laughs> this faith that you're using? is not reliable because if it's reliable for every certain thing and you have no way of pointing to something to say wow if i see that or, or notice that yeah then that's feedback to me that this isn't a reliable method faith is not a scientific method so i don't think i'm not sure if it's testable in that way but i do know that i can't what's happened in my life is what's happened in my life should have been killed many times. I should have overdosed on drugs many times. I was born with a small neck, and I played football my whole life, and I miraculously didn't have to have surgery and learn how to walk again. And the same uh, the scar on my arm right now that's cut open from when I was on a fence is the same is, is the same distance away from um, my main artery in my in my arm that by the time it took me to get to the hospital I would have died. It's the same distance. It's the same. Uh, um, it's the same as my neck. Right, so it's the same. Uh, it's the same diameter as my neck, 9.5 millimeters. Right, so so I go. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. So, um, but I, I go. Okay, so either I can totally ignore those things and say, well, look at everything else. So which ones do I? So the question for me is, is which ones do I ignore? Do I choose to ignore all of this? All of the. Wow, look at all this. Look at all of the faith. I can I can say, look at all these things that have added up in my life to to, to culminate to make my life what it is. Or I can say, look at all the things that were bad in my life that didn't culminate to make my life good, or the things that have affected me poorly and negatively. But even then, I would say those things yeah. have positive outcomes. And, and, and so, but like, but, but that, that's the dilemma that I find myself with. Like, sure. Let me just. That's the that's the dilemma. We're here. We're, your problem is not the, all the good things. We, we're ignoring these good things that have culminated in our lives, but we're looking at the negative things. Right? I'm not so much concerned about like positive and negative things. Sure. This is more about testing the claim. Sure. When you when you say when I use this specialized version of faith, sure. In every outcome, I know it's God. 
sure. Well, how could you not know it was God if you can never identify something that you would have to see to know that it wasn't? I think it'll never not be God. So like, I don't think God, I don't think God uh, will give you an illness to teach you a lesson. So I think illness, so like, hmm. I, I just- I, I think we're kind of talking past each other here. Sure, yeah. I, it's, let, it's, let, me, let me use this yeah. example. Um, my wife hands me this grocery list, all right? She says, there's, there's 10 items on the list and it's all meat, okay? It's uh, all meat? It's all meat. Okay. Go to the grocery store and just go to the meat section and uh, the, there's 10 items on the list, it's all meat, right? Mm -hmm. The claim is that there's 10 items on the list and it's all meat. Sure. What would I have to see on the list to know that that was true? Meat. Yeah, chicken, Sure. beef, lamb, salmon. Sure, meat. All meat items. Sure. What would I have to see on the list to realize that the list did not... A vegetable, right? A veggie. A veggie. Right, a corn, all right? Beans. Sure, anything that's not meat. So I can identify something to help me adjust my position. Okay. Yeah. My understanding that there's all meat on this list. Okay. Okay, I can identify something that sure. if I saw a corn on that thing, then I know that my confidence in the list being all meat sure. was unjustified. Okay. It seems to me that your list is all one item. It's all success stories mm. of faith happening. If God, okay. God, God, every outcome sure, is God. Sure. What is the outcome that you would accept to say, ah, there's that one anomaly so that sure. I can know that this list really does contain all God faith related stuff. Okay. I'm not sure that exists. I don't think that exists. Does that alarm you? So, the, so the, one of the big problems people have with God is, is it's not falsifiable. And I think you have, you would have to tell me, you would have to, the things that are on the list. So faith is not a grocery list of, that has all good things on it. Right. It's faith, hope. It's believing what you can't see. Believing what I can't see. But we're talking about the outcomes. The outcomes. That you experience after you use faith. Sure. Success, right. success, 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 success. But but also what I see is I, I also have these. I don't ignore these these negative these not success stories. I don't ignore these. Hold I on. You have success. You have failure stories. Absolutely. What's a failure story that you would point to to say that faith didn't work in that instance? It's not that faith didn't work. It's that man didn't work. It's that this physical world falls. This physical this world is made by God perfectly, but it's made and not apart from God. So this world is not perfect, though it is made in a perfect way. Okay. You know so, what? I want to kind of wrap it up. Sure, sorry. But can we possibly meet again? I've got a card. Yeah, absolutely. All right, because I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I really, yeah, absolutely. And, and my name's Anthony, and your yeah. buddy has my awesome. YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I, I really want to meet again yeah, to just, keep just talking about faith. Yeah, absolutely. And this idea yeah. of falsibil falsifiability yeah, that you mentioned. Yeah, And maybe just as a homework assignment, can you think about why a person should hold a belief in anything if it can't be shown to be not true, if it can't be tested, if it can't be, to use your sure. words, falsifiable. Sure. Don't even do it now, but if you can just right. think about it. Yeah. And then my question is, well, to you, I guess, would be, is, I, I, said, I said it earlier, and you asked me a question about faith, and you said, you know, you know what is, you know, what about, is life, what about life without faith? Is, is that 
Is that a better answer? Hmm. I guess is. Maybe we can talk about that next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, next, next is would this world be a better place Without if people faith. used faith or if people didn't use faith? Sure. Yeah. I would love to chat with you about that that's too. What I want to talk about. Yeah, that's cool. Where are you parked? That way. Okay, I'm going that way. Let's walk. All right. Let's walk. Thanks. Glance down at my phone. Me too. Yeah. I, uh, my best friend growing up was an atheist. My uh, periscope died, apparently. Uh, rats. Yeah. But I think this guy was still going. Yeah, so my, uh, you have a best friend that's an atheist? He was an atheist. He oh. He passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so he actually brought me to the church. Was he a young guy? Or? Yeah, so we were sophomores. How old are you? I'm 19. You're 19? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we, were, uh, we were sophomores in high school. Yeah. Well, I, I, he became an atheist my freshman year of high school. He brought me to the church that I, worked, that I volunteered at, and he became an atheist. So I went to this period. Wait, he joined the church and then became an atheist? He brought me He brought me to the church. Uh-huh. And then became an atheist later in our life. Oh, okay. So whenever, he brought me to church like, why did he? Why did he abandon the belief? He was too smart. He thought science explained away God. And I said, this is what I say to that. God, science is how and God is why. Science will never tell me why I shouldn't lie to someone. They'll tell me why. They'll give me some reasons why it may be beneficial for me to lie to someone. If, any, if anything. And why it may be beneficial. But they'll tell me there's no reason why I shouldn't. Hmm. There's no... Um, and it, and I, was, I, was a, I was an atheist. I mean, I, I totally... I said, I don't know why. I was an atheist because I didn't know why I believed in God. You didn't know so, why you didn't believe in God. I know I didn't know why I, I, I didn't know why I didn't believe and I didn't know why I did. So I said, Did you have bad reasons for being an atheist? Like on her knees like, oh my gosh. Our reasons for being an atheist oh, is because. Yeah, sure, reasons I wasn't an atheist is because. Yeah. It's because the reason I was an atheist is because I didn't feel like I had any credible information to be a Christian or to be a, a religious person in, mm. at all to believe in God. I didn't. I just I came to the conclusion that I didn't why believe in God. I have no reasonable. I'm hearing lots of really great reasons why I shouldn't, but I had no reasonable things why I should. Okay. So I started with it. I, that's where I started. You started looking for reasons to I started hold looking, the belief? Well, I started looking, to, I started looking for reasons. I was like, okay, what if God is, I said, you know, is there a God? Okay. I don't believe in a God right now. Did you start looking for evidence or did you start looking for reasons to justify a belief that you really wanted to hold? I started looking for, I started looking, listening to debates. Really? I listened to debates. I listened to Who? lectures, debates. Dawkins, Krauss versus, you know, oh, yeah. these really dumb Christians. And I started reading books. Uh, I started reading books from these really smart Christians and really smart atheists. I read Dawkins' book, I read Krauss' books. Uh -huh. um, and I read these blogs and I read, you know, I read these articles and I read these ideas and thoughts and poems and literature about why God's not real. And, Sorry. And, I, uh, and, and really what said, okay, God is real, was that idea of subjective morale. Well, that was one, mm, that was one, the, that was one of the it. big things for me. Was, yeah. Was Maybe one, once we broach the whole faith subject, sure. we can switch gears to morality. Sure, yeah. Because that's such a huge thing. Yeah, and I, I'm I sorry. Faith, I was trying not to talk no. about all these different things. And, no, no, no. Yeah. But, um, oh, geez, I'm sorry. With, that's okay. With faith being your foundation, I think it's important for us to examine that first sure, before yeah. we move on to some of the higher concepts. Sure, yeah. But I really do have to run. No, dude. So that was fun, man. All right? I yeah. appreciate it. Okay, take hey, it easy. Keep it on. All right, bye-bye.
in this parking garage? I think so. I mean, he said he was like walking up. Okay. You don't have a, 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 tr a cable for this, do you? By any chance? Cable? Okay, I don't. No. Is your like phone about to die or something? Or? My phone is about to die, and I'd love to periscope it. Yeah. But I can I can still. Um, oh, there he is. He's got he's got yeah. red hat right there. He's <laughs> just looking around. What are they saying there? Uh, I know what the something bling. Hotline bling. The hotline bling. I don't the want that. I don't. No, I know when the hotline bling. So that's like the the call from the girl. Hotline bling. Bling. So hotline. Yeah. Phone, bling. The, the Be, bling. like come up on my screen. Yeah, the screen. I know, I know when, when that, that hotline bling. bling. When it like shines. Oh, okay. You know, it's the whole. Is he there with the the jean jacket? Jean jacket, red hat. That's okay. Yeah, he's just a great guy to talk to. No, no, I'm sure he I is. We have a fun conversation. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, here's my dilemma. Like, I want to do it. Yeah. But um, the music is killing me, and I've already been on here for. It's not too bad there. Yeah. All right. Let me just talk to him a little bit. Let me change yeah. the battery out my thing. Okay. All right. So tell me. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.